welcome to the Empower Her podcast. I'm Deanna, an ex-corporate manager turned certified coach, empowering you to create the life of your dreams. My goal is to guide you and support you in understanding what you really want in life, what steps to take to get there, and learn to actually enjoy the ride. Whether you are climbing the corporate ladder, a stay-at-home parent, or an entrepreneur, I coach you on how to believe you are worthy of a balanced, happy, and energetically positive life in work and at home. My goal in this podcast is to help you recognize patterns, implement change, and use your energy for positivity within yourself and your own life. I believe you don't have to suffer in this lifetime. You can create a life on your terms based on what you want regardless of what that looks like. It is about reframing your beliefs, letting go of negative thoughts, and looking at your life as a set of opportunities there for you. I'm so excited to get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Empower Her podcast. I cannot believe it's December, okay? I don't know where this year went, but it flew the F by. That's how I feel about it. (laughs) It's crazy that it's almost 2024, but I'm super excited for the year. I have such good feelings. I've had a few, I don't want to use the word rough, but since 2020, it's kind of been going upwards, but it's been tough the last few years. And I feel like this year has been really positive. A lot of good things have happened and I just have such good vibes for next year and so many amazing things I want to do. So I'm just so, so excited. So today I want to talk about something that I actually got a lot of comments on in the DMs over the last week or two is like, how do I know what works for me? How do I know how to live my life best energetically that works for me? How do I figure out what my personality is? How I manifest? How I should, you know, create my routines? And I kind of just wanted to talk about all of those things, those modalities that I use to basically help me create and live my best life. And let me just say that this was not always the case. Like I come from a background of being burned out, stressed out, stomach aches, anxiety, panic attacks. Like I've had all those things. I was definitely not living in alignment with the person that I wanted to be, the person that I envisioned for myself. And I've really spent the last few years making a conscious effort to becoming the person that I really want to be and living the life that I want to be. And it's been super hard. I'll be honest. I am a chronic people pleaser. I would say I'm a little bit reformed at this point, but people pleasing was my game that I played. I worked harder, not smarter. I just put everyone first around me except myself and I didn't really focus on things like self-care and mindset work and all of those things. Like that was not something at the top of my list, but I also didn't really understand how I worked and I felt like if I didn't live my life energetically a certain way that either society deemed important or that, you know, people were telling me to do or work was telling me to do in a corporate office can be very strict. I felt like I was doing something wrong, right? And I think a lot of people feel that way. And being individual or being different or doing things a different way is either frowned upon or people don't understand it, right? 
So I made it my mission to kind of better understand myself and understand how I work, live my energy, and basically how I should live my best life. And this is something that I usually talk with my clients about. And these are things that I always encourage people to look into. We're going to talk about astrology, human design, energetics, cycle syncing, all of that stuff. These are all things that are super, super important and crucial and not in like a, oh, let me know your sign so I can judge you kind of way. It's like, no, I want to understand you or you should be able to understand yourself in order to better know how you can be happy and successful. So I'm just going to talk about a couple of these things that I really use on a daily basis that I've used over the last few years. And this has helped me so significantly. I'm going to be talking about specifically my examples, but obviously do your own research for your personal charts, your personal energy, your personal routines, all of that good stuff. But this can be definitely applied to how you can try to figure out your own energy and how that works. So the first thing that really helped me, this is my obsession. I love talking about this is astrology. I also love doing readings for other people. I wouldn't say I'm like a master, 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 like crazy good at it. I really enjoy the part about looking at your signs, the houses, placements, all of that good stuff and determining kind of your personality and kind of what you need to really look out for. So I definitely do this for myself and this has really helped me understand like what my personality is, why I am a certain way and how that really helps me. So just a little bit of kind of examples from my own chart. So if you know astrology, typically they'll talk about your big six, which is your sun, rising, moon, Venus, Mercury, and Mars signs. And just collectively of those big six, those are kind of what make up your personality. I have four of those in fire signs and then two in water signs. So if you're just looking at that, you're like, oh my God, she's crazy, impulsive, maybe brave, could be emotional. And I would say those things are all really true. I would say I'm definitely not a typical fire sign. Like just when you look at me, I do like to kind of scope out situations first. I'm not always the boldest or the loudest in the room. Maybe if I know you well or I feel comfortable, but it's definitely not how I show up right away and I do think this has a lot to do with conditioning like of growing up and kind of feeling like I need to tame my personality and you know that is something that has been coming up for me and why I'm really trying to hone in more into my astrology chart and human design which I'll talk about in a second but this is something that's really been important for me so for example my Leo rising like I'm meant to be in the forefront of things whether that's on my social media platform or talking to people and I was really 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 scared. When I started my coaching business and I started posting on TikTok, I cannot tell you how afraid I was. I was like, oh my God, people are going to judge me, how I look, how I talk, all those things. And now, you know, however long later, like I post a TikTok video and it means like nothing to me in terms of like being scared. I'm just excited to post. I'm excited to put out content. Like I'm super excited about it and I'm excited to be the forefront. This does still come up for me a lot, but it has definitely been better. My Mars in Cancer. So Mars for me is really like how you fight, how you get shit done. Mine's in Cancer. So it doesn't really like to fight. Cancer is a cardinal sign. So it does like to take charge. I'm very much the mom. Like when I was in corporate and I was a manager, I was very much like the mom figure. Like they joked that I was like the mom or like the preschool teacher because I just gave off of those, you know, those vibes. And that's how I like to solve conflict is kind of like how a mom would solve conflict between her kids. Like let's sit down, let's talk 
talk about it. How are we feeling? Like very much those vibes. And I do that in my personal life as well. So just understanding that that's okay. And because of that, like for example, in a partner, I could never be with someone in a partner who is like very loud and likes to fight and yell. Like that gives me so much anxiety. I've thank God never been in that type of relationship and I've veered away from people like that. It just doesn't work well with me. It gives me more anxiety. I know lots of people who both like to yell and fight at each other and they make up and that's fine, right? Like that's great for them. That's never something that could work for me. When we're talking about my Mercury and Pisces, Pisces is a very intuitive, spiritual, creative sign. I am very creative and I love to talk. That's why I have a podcast and I love to use my words to communicate in a creative way. So for me, that's really, really important. And I know that in my work, for example, that's how I'm going to be the best at it. I'm not good at showing like physical affection necessarily or physically showing things to people how I care, but I'm good at communicating that feelings, whether it's in writing or verbal as well. So this has really helped me in my relationships. It's really helped me in terms of work. My moon in Sag, you know, Sagittarius, uh, emotionally, I'm independent and I'm bold and I'm brave, but I do like my space. So whether that's working with people, I got very kind of, I loved my teams that I managed when I was in corporate, but sometimes it felt like a lot. Sometimes it felt like overwhelming. Like I was always talking about their feelings and what they wanted. And while I always wanted to help them and I come from that place of positivity and really that Mars cancer of like being a mom, I needed my space and I didn't have it. And no wonder I was overwhelmed and stressed at the end. Same in my relationships. Like I need my space. I need to feel independent, you know, and it's not about, you know, cheating on my partner or anything. I I believe to be, you know, monogamous and I really believe in that sort of relationship currently that could change, but I need my space. Like you need to let me go out with my friends and, you know, do all these things without it being an issue, right? That should be basic for me. So just understanding those things in my life has been really, really important. I think in work specifically, you know, in a corporate environment, I felt like I didn't really have that creativity and it was definitely lacking. And I do have a lot of creativity in my chart, in my astrology chart. And in my business, I've been able to do that. For me, for example, podcasting is really creative or writing my newsletter. You know, I send out a newsletter every um, week, three times a week. That's super creative for me. So doing these creative things has been really, really good for me. Another example kind of of my chart with all of this like fire and this water signs. It's so interesting because my sixth house, which is kind of that health wellness routines, and then my 10th house, which is career, are both in earth signs. So Capricorn and sixth house, Taurus in my 10th house. So those aspects of my life are very stable. I have never, people always ask me, a lot of my clients are like, oh my God, how do you have such good routines? How do you keep doing your routines? I am naturally just very dedicated to what I put my mind to. It is not hard for me to sit down and work. It's not hard for me to sit down and study. I've, you know, I was always good at school. Even if I wasn't good at a subject, I got A's and B's because I worked 10 times harder than anyone else. I did the extra credit. I went to tutoring. I did the extra homework. Like I always did the extra stuff and I was very dedicated and it didn't feel like, a chore to me. I mean, it was hard, obviously, and it took more time. But to me, that was totally, you know, normal. Same with like exercising, for example, I played sports for 13 years competitively. And after that, I, you know, stopped playing, I had a serious injury. And I just, you know, went to the gym and I worked out and not like in a 
unhealthy way, but just that has always been a part of my routine. Lately, I've been really into my gut health and hormones. So I've been taking supplements and trying new things super into that. I have a list like on my fridge of all the supplements I need to take what times a day and I do it. It's not a chore for me. I just really have that that Capricorn energy of stability, of routines, of loving that. It's just worked really, really well for me. 10th house Taurus has been a little bit of a struggle for me and I've kind of looked into this more as because I have all that fire energy, I'm like, let's go, let's get things done, right? But the Taurus in the 10th house of career means that it's my career, like where I'm meant to be is going to be slower. The progression is going to be slower, but it's going to be successful. Taurus is known to be successful but it's going to be slower. And I've had to make peace with the fact that it's going to be slower, even though that's maybe not what I want with all that sun rising, you know, energy of that air sign or the fire signs that I have. So the Aries and the Leo energy, I have a lot of that. And my Venus Aries, like it's a lot of fire energy. I want to get things done. I'm a go-getter. Like let's, let's do it right. I want to see the results. And with my 10th house in Taurus, I've had to realize that I need to be patient, which is not one of my virtues, let me tell you. (laughs) And another example is my Chiron in my first house, Leo. So Chiron is kind of that like aspect of what you need to learn in this lifetime. Like what are those points that could become a point of contention and you need to learn? So mine's in my first house. First house is always yourself. And then mine is in Leo. So as I mentioned before, you know, my Leo rising, it's really about being at the forefront and putting myself out there. And I've really struggled with this. I talked about um, before, and I think I will again as well, if y'all are interested, but I had a lot of body image issues. I was bullied for my body, my weight and everything. And I was really scared of people seeing me, seeing the real me. This happened when I was like 10, 11, 12, 13. Then again, during COVID, I wasn't, you know, around people. And then once, you know, the pandemic lifted and I was able to go out and be around people again, I literally had this panic fear of like people are, oh my God, people are going to see me. They're going to physically see me. What if I've gained weight? What if they see me? Same thing in relationships, like how men are going to view me, you know, after my body changes and all these things. It was such a point of contention for me in dating as well. But knowing these things, it's really helped me understand like what kind of partner I need, what personality works and doesn't with me. And now I have a partner who is very complimentary to me. He's very different in terms of personality, but we really complement each other. And understanding my astrology and then also his as well have been super, super helpful for me. The next thing that I really use and love, this is something I've recently gotten into, is human design. So if you don't know anything about human design, I definitely recommend you look into it. You can just Google, you know, human design chart. You can get a free one. You just need the same information as your astrology chart, you know, where you were born, time, place, all that good stuff. And this really helps you understand how to work and where your energy lies, how to manifest and make decisions. So my energy type is a manifesting generator, which means I'm meant to do multiple things at once. I meant to have many interests at once. I've always been someone that's been like, yes, I can get good at something, but I prefer to be like, I I prefer to understand a lot of things than be an expert in one thing. And I always thought that was weird. I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have one thing that I'm like so amazing at. I also like know a lot of random facts about like topics that you wouldn't, you know, necessarily know. For example, like I could talk for hours about IVF and all of that when I've never been through it because it's so fascinating to me. I don't think I would ever work in that field, but you know, it's so interesting to me. So 
having many interests has been really helpful for me to understand that because I can do multiple things at once, especially like in my coaching business. Like I can talk about, you know, how to set goals and I can also talk about astrology, right? I can do those things. The next part is authority. So this is how you make decisions. Mine is emotional, which has been such a game changer for me to understand because I always felt this pressure to make decisions like immediately, but that's just not my energy, like the way my energy works in human design. I'm an emotional decision maker, which means I need to feel the emotion of the answer that I want. So that means that it could take me time. It could take me hours. It could take me a couple of days, but understanding that and being able to have the time to make those decisions has been really helpful. This also goes back to me kind of like I'm not a big like fighter. I really like to process things, have conversations, really think things through. I really don't make decisions like immediately. I've never been that type of person. And so it's been really great for me to understand that because I basically now allow myself to take time to make those decisions. My profile in human design is a 1-4 omniscient teacher, which is so fascinating to me. So with the 1, there's like the 1 and then the 4. So the 1 is I'm meant to learn a lot of things in this lifetime. And then the 4 is I'm meant to teach them. So basically, I'm not supposed to be amazing at every single thing I learn, but I'm supposed to learn a lot of things and teach it to people. So for example, right now I'm talking in this podcast about astrology and human design. I think I'm pretty good at, you know, both of them, but I wouldn't say I'm like an expert and I only focus on one of those things, right? I definitely focus on a lot of things and just the fact that I'm able to learn so much about it and teach it to other people, that's what I'm meant to do in this lifetime. And understanding that has been so powerful for me because now I feel okay with like wanting to switch topics and tomorrow I want to learn about Ayurveda and then the next day I want to learn about something else. It's been so great for me because I feel like this is what I'm meant to do and this makes me happy. My strategy in human design is to respond and inform. So I'm not necessarily supposed to be the person that's like, okay, let me come up with something new, but I respond to stimuli around me. So just like this podcast, I was getting DMs about, oh, let, you know, can you talk about this subject? And I'm like, okay, let me respond. And then I'm going to create content around that. My sign is satisfaction, which means when I make a decision that feels right, when I'm aligned with myself, I feel satisfied. My not self is frustration. So when I'm not doing things in line with myself, I feel frustrated. So understanding what those feelings are, that means that I can be sure that when I'm feeling a certain way, I understand if this is aligned with me or if it's not aligned with me. I really try to ask myself constantly like, okay, is this aligned or is this not aligned with how I'm supposed to be? And if it's not, I will feel super, super frustrated. My manifestation process is specific. I'm a very, very specific manifester, which means I personally need to be very specific on what I want and that's when I'll get it. I did in the episode about how I manifested my partner. And if you heard in that episode, I had a very specific three-page list of my partner and what he needed to be. And it's so funny because we just looked at that list. I think I had it out for the episode and then he looked at it and he was like, oh my God, this list is so long. And I'm like, (laughs) 
I reread the list and I'm like, you literally check every box except for the age because I wanted someone older. He's younger than me, but that's a whole different story. He looked at it and I was like, this is you to a T. I literally manifested him. Same with when I went to college. I think I shared this in the newsletter. Like I had been kind of dabbling about where I wanted to go to school, whether I wanted to come back to Europe, stay in California where I was living at the time. And we went on a school trip to SDSU and I literally became obsessed. I went onto campus and I was like, this is where I need to be. And I manifested it. I applied to the school. I didn't apply anywhere else except for one other school just to make my family happy that like I had one backup school. And I was like, I'm going here. Doesn't matter. I'm going here. And I got accepted, right? We're thinking of moving in the next two years. Um, and I've had a vision of this apartment that we're supposed to live in where we move. And I've had this vision of this specific apartment so many times. I don't see the whole apartment, but I like see myself coming out of our bedroom and then I see the kitchen living room and then I see the view and it is so specific. It is, I, I, I am a hundred percent sure that I am going to live somewhere with that exact view, that exact situation, because that's what I meant to do. I just, that's, that's helped me. If you're a non-specific manifester, you don't need to manifest or think of the specific things. You can just think of the feeling. So for example, with the apartment, like maybe you won't see the exact layout, but you'll say, okay, it feels warm and bright and there's lots of light and there's room for, you know, the baby or, you know, your workspace or whatever it is. Like those are the feelings that you get from it. So human design has been so game changing for me, mostly because of work. I would say astrology I use more in terms of like my personality and how I interact with other people and then human design I use more with my work so when I say yes to things no to things the way I work the energy in which I work from has been super super helpful for me and then of course like manifesting anything that I want I definitely use my human design a couple other things that I use as well, things like Ayurveda, which is an ancient holistic medical practice. So if you want to know what your dosha is in Ayurveda, then you can understand how to eat, how to live your life. I, I haven't been like as into that. I just got a book about it and I've been reading it. So I do have some information, but I'm definitely on the path to learning more about that because I think it's super fascinating and I do believe in holistic medical practice as well. Um, on top of Western. So that's something that I've been really into. Other things is looking at my energy levels and cycle syncing. So understanding like where my energy levels are. I love cycle syncing, understanding what part of my cycle I'm in. And then depending on that, I have actually like a Google calendar event in my Google Calendar, which literally has what part of my cycle I'm in. And then it tells me how I should be interacting socially with my business, how I should be eating, how I should be exercising for that time in my cycle. It's been game changing. And now I don't feel bad. Like for example, during my menstrual cycle, I like to sleep more or during my follicular, I have so much energy and I can do like five times as much work as any other part of my cycle, right? So just understanding that has been really, really helpful. Like five social events a week for me is a no-go. Like I will absolutely not schedule five social events a week. I used to do that when I worked in corporate. I would go into the office at eight, work till five or six, be around people all day, obviously. Then afterwards, I would either go to the gym, I would go out to drinks or to, you know, um, dinner, go on dates. I would do this like every single night. I don't know how I lived. I did this for almost seven years. It was insane. I really don't know how I did that, but no wonder I was burnt out. 
at the end. And socially, like I was done. Like after I left the company, I was like, I can't be around people. I don't want to have calls with people. I was so, so, so done. So I do certain activities during certain parts of my cycle. And also with my business, I try to do things like on certain days of the week. Like for example, for me doing a you know, podcast episodes is different, a a different type of energy than like writing my newsletter emails or looking at social media content for the next week, right? Or coming up with ideas for freebies that I have for y'all, right? Like those are all different types of energy. So I block them together. I did an energy hacks or like a productivity hacks episode a while back. So definitely check that out. That has like specific things that you can do. But just kind of as a whole, I really like to look at my energy levels and understand where they are in terms of the day. For example, like I work best from noon until like five or six. That is when I'm the most productive with work. And it's not to say I won't work before noon or after six. I definitely do. But if I'm doing something like super creative or requires something that requires a lot of my energy, I will do it between that 12 and 5 p.m. because that's when I know I'm going to be the best at it. So this is just really important with like work and you don't have to have your own business. Like you can do this in corporate with, you know, the way you work on projects, when you have meetings, the type of tasks that you work on. So you can definitely do that. Due to all of these things, like after looking into all these things, I realized that I really am a creative person, but I absolutely love and crave routines. It's a very, very important part of my life, and I really need it to be happy. I love going on vacation and doing fun things, but I like to come back to my routine. So that's important to me. I couldn't live the life where it was every day with something different and running around. It's just not the life for me. It's just not what makes me happy and not what makes me feel really good. So the goal of all this is really to kind of understand all these things and for you to better understand yourself with the goal of creating the life that you love and that makes you happy, right? We're so conditioned to create a life that everyone else says is good or that we think should be good, but no, it's about you and what you need and what you find best and living your life to that can be super, super helpful. Like I said, you know, when I was in corporate at the end, there was so many issues that I had gaining weight, not sleeping well, stomach aches, anxiety attacks. I was all always on the edge and it was because I wasn't living true to myself, my true authentic self. Now I just am so much more in tune with my body and my mind. Like it is crazy. I know exactly when things are going to happen to my body. I know exactly what I need, when I need to eat, when I need to rest, what I need to do always. And it's been just such a game changer for me. I was someone before that would get sick all the time, whether it was a cold, strep throat, like I like four or five times a year. And it wasn't like the little itty bitty one day and then I was fine. No, this was for like a week and I would always work through it, stress through it, and I got sick constantly. I can't remember the last time I was sick, knock on wood, because I've finally gotten all these things in order and I'm finally living according to how I'm supposed to be because I'm unique, you're unique, we're all unique, and we should be living our life in a unique way that is best to us. Okay, that's what's important. And I know these things can sound like really spiritual and woo woo. But honestly, it is really helpful. And if it feels like a lot, or you've never heard of any of these things, or you don't have a lot of information about it, just start with one thing, pick one thing, start with it and look into it, whether it's astrology, human design, cycle syncing, like whatever is something that you feel 
really called to is what I would start with and see how you can kind of understand better that aspect and how it pertains to your life and how you can then start living your life according to that. And I would love for you to share with me on Instagram if this was helpful and of course what other topics you have. I'm always open to feedback from y'all. This episode was from feedback that y'all were giving me about things you wanted to hear. I'm always open to it whether you want more personal stories, whether you want me to talk about certain topic, more work-related productivity hacks, um, leadership, like whatever it is, let me know. I'm always open to it. You can let me know on IG or TikTok as well, but the DMs are always open. I hope this was helpful and I really hope that this really gives you some insight into what you can look at for yourself as well. And I hope you all have a fabulous week. I do have something special dropping this week on Wednesday, so make sure that y'all keep an eye out. I think you're really going to love it. And if you love this episode, don't forget to follow the podcast and leave a review. And of course, you can follow me at Coach Deanna DeBolt on TikTok and Instagram. I'll catch you next time.